Welcome to episode number 23 of the podcast, Ignite Your Life with Laura. That's me, Laura Erdman Luntz. So are you ready to continue talking about energy levels? Today is a part two to last week's episode. And while the episode can certainly be enjoyed without last week's, I recommend you start there. Last week, we talked about how we can affect our energy levels with intention. And I shared three foundational ideas around our energy, things that we need to consider. This week, we're going to look at a bevy of ideas for improving our energy levels. I encourage you to grab some of the ideas and try them out for yourself. Some will dramatically affect your energies and others will simply be a gentle shift. Depends on who you are and how much each of these affect you. As always, any products, links, etc. that I mentioned can be found in the show notes and all show notes for all of my podcasts can be found at lauraerdmanlentz.com forward slash podcast. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast with me, Laura Erdman Luntz. I want to inspire you to step into your extraordinary life, that life that is deeply fulfilling, full of purpose, and vibrantly joyful for you, whatever that is. In each show, I share tips and time-tested techniques that have helped hundreds of clients live more satisfying lives over 30 years of life coaching. If you're ready, let's do this. This podcast episode is sponsored by The Wellness Bar, a private Facebook community focused on wellness for women. If you're ready to explore your own wellness journey, maybe to have more energy or to enjoy life more fully, join two other fellow wellness warriors and me in our private Facebook group, The Wellness Bar, a space for women to focus on wellness, mind, body, and spirit. In the group, we share wellness tips and tricks. We host mini classes, challenges, and have giveaways to encourage members to try new things and sample new practices and to have a lot of fun. Because we know each woman has her own unique needs and goals, we create the space for each woman to create her own plan for her wellness goals. You can take a tiny step or a big leap, whatever you feel ready for. Whether it's feeling more energetic, dealing with stress, getting better sleep, mindfulness, healthy eating, or simply a place to feel supported and laugh together about the challenges of life. Whatever it is for you, we've got you covered. And it's free. So join us at lauraerdmanlentz.com forward slash wellness. And as always, the link is in the show notes. Let's start with a quick review of what I talked about in last week's show. The three premises were, first of all, we have a limited amount of energy each day allotted to ourselves. And everything affects us. Everything we do, everything we think, everything we eat, everything we come into contact with affects us, good or bad. In other words, it takes from our energy or it adds to our energy. The second premise is our energy is affected on all levels, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. So we can be drained on any of those levels We can add energy on any of those levels. And here's the beauty of this. And I actually don't think I mentioned this one last week. All of those levels trickle out to the others. In other words, if you begin to improve your energy physically, you're doing something for yourself. Maybe you're going for a walk. That's going to affect you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually as well. So if you're feeling really drained emotionally 
and you can't even look at what that is, you can't even think about doing something that will support your emotional body, you can do something for your physical body and it will help you feel better emotionally. We've all experienced it, but you may not have actually thought about it or used it with intention. All right, number three, and this one is so important as we go through, especially what we're going to talk about today, it's not about perfection. No one expects you to do all of these perfectly. Nobody expects anybody to get rid of everything that has a negative impact on their energy. I still do things I know that have a negative impact on my energy. I choose to do it, but I'm intentional. So I make sure I'm filling myself up in other ways. I'm making sure I'm not doing those things, whatever they are. I'll share some of them as we go through through the, the podcast today, the episode, I make sure I don't do them when I need a lot of energy. So if I have something big going on, I am super intentional with my energy. And that's one of the major benefits of what we are going to be talking about today is you're able to really modulate your own energy and have it be high when you need it to be. But here's the thing. I just really want you to make sure that there's no judgment, okay? I'm not judging you. And I want to make sure you're not judging you for the things as we go through, you're like, oh my gosh, I totally do that. And it, it takes my energy down, or I really should be doing that. And I just don't have the bandwidth to do it. That is not what this is about. I cannot emphasize that one enough. We all have our vices, the things we do that we know aren't the best for our health, but we like them. And you will know when it's time, if ever, to change them for yourself. I have flowed in and out of vices, of I'm just going to call it good behavior, bad behavior. You know what I mean, though? That's definitely putting a judgment on it. But you know what I mean. <clears throat> and that's okay. That's totally okay. So what we're going to reach for today are the easy things, the low-hanging fruit. And frankly, I kind of feel like that's what we always want to be doing because as we start to get more energy, there's going to be more low, low-hanging low fruit. It's going to be easier and easier to make more and more changes. So if you're ready, we're going to start with physical. I like talking about the physical body. I find it's a really tangible place to work. And I definitely work on mental, emotional, and spiritual challenges through my physical body. If nothing else, just to help me relax because in a relaxed state, you make better decisions, right? But there's definitely a reason that I have my master's in exercise physiology and I love yoga and I love studying nutrition. It is just my milieu. Now, everyone is a little bit different and you may find you're more comfortable in the mental, the emotional, or the spiritual realm. And that's one of the reasons I want to share ideas in all of the areas in today's episode to give you a place to start. You want to start again at the low hanging fruit, at what's easy, because that's going to give you the energy to do something that's a little bit harder and it won't be as hard, right? So let's make it easy. So I'm going to go through ideas of things that might be affecting your energy and they might be negatively affecting your energy because you're not doing it right or it's something you need to stop doing or shift or something. So if it resonates with you, I want you to write it down. If it's something you're like, yeah, I really want to work on stepping away from that or adding more of that into my life. Now, I do encourage you to write three columns on your paper. The first column is going to be, this is super easy. Why am I not doing this big fat duh done? The second one is, yeah, I could do this soon. I'm not quite ready, but I feel like I'm on the edge. And the third column is, oh my God, that's so hard. I think I might need to do that. Maybe you might even be shutting yourself. I should do that. Put it over in the third column and then just sit with it. 
you know, and you're just going to keep referring to this. I definitely recommend putting it in your journal as you're working on your energy and just keep pulling it out and referring to it and looking at it and going, okay, yeah, maybe it is time to work on that one. Okay. You ready? So we're looking at the physical things. So I have four for you. The first one is caffeine and sugar. Okay. These are the biggies because here's the thing. It creates a really nasty cycle if you are sleep deprived because you need caffeine in the morning to get yourself going, maybe a little sugar in the afternoon, maybe sugar in the morning in your coffee, sugar in the afternoon to get you through your afternoon. And then you're so hyped up. It's hard to fall asleep. So you're not sleeping well. You wake up and the cycle starts again. So if that resonates, that's something that you want to begin to consider. Now, I love caffeine too. I drink one cup of black tea every single morning and I know how attached I can be to that. Who am I kidding? I know how attached I am to that. But just realize that sugar and caffeine also come with crashes that make us need more of them. So that said, not all caffeine or sugars are created equally. So I have a few sources of caffeine and sugar I use when I need them or want them that don't make me crash. So if you want more info on that, let me know. But that's an important tool to begin to access. Okay, number two, hydration. I, you know what? I think this is my number one wellness tool. And it's something anyone can do anytime. It's super easy, right? Staying hydrate, hydrated is a huge source of energy. In fact, dehydration is connected to brain fog. It's connected to headaches, feeling groggy. It's really powerful to stay hydrated. Now, one of the most beneficial times to get water in is immediately in the morning. We wake up very dehydrated. So wake up. And first thing you want to do is scrape your tongue. I've talked about that before. And in a wellness tip, scraping the tongue is a really powerful way of getting rid of toxins that have built up in your mouth. You don't want to swallow those down. So scrape your tongue, brush your teeth, and then drink water. Start with just an eight ounce glass. I drink 24 ounces now before breakfast, but I also have my big morning routine. I work out, I need more water, et cetera, but work your way up and see how you feel. I'll tell you when I miss my morning water, I feel it all day. It's like I never can catch up again. So pay attention to hydration. Number three is exercise. And I'm talking on whatever level. So when I'm experiencing an episode of adrenal fatigue, all I can do are gentle walks and stretching. I just do a little yoga and even then it's really, really gentle. I don't even, I don't want to tax my adrenals and that's what happens when you do a really big workout, right? So I know I have to be super gentle. When I'm feeling better, I love high intensity energy training, invigorating. Like I get so much out of three to six minutes of it, like literally hardly any. And I'll do up to 15 minutes or so, but I, if I have a, a quick morning, three minutes, and I, it changes my day. And I feel good, the same amount of goodness, if you will, with three minutes and 15 minutes. So it's really powerful. So figure out what exercise works for you. And think about how you feel afterward, because that's the feeling you want. You want to make sure you're feeling good afterwards. So maybe it is a walk. Maybe you like swimming. Maybe you like biking. Maybe you enjoy aerobics. Maybe you want to do a group class. Maybe you want to work out by yourself. Maybe you want to do some yoga. I know a great yoga teacher you can study with. Find something that helps you feel good afterward. 
And that's the most important thing that we're looking for right now. For our purposes today, it's all about feeling good and getting our energy up. All right, number four, last one for physical body, nutrition. Now, this is more than simply getting all of your vitamins and minerals, although that is definitely a part of it. Have you ever heard of intuitive eating? It's not following any specific diet. It's following what your body needs. I started doing it years ago as I was deepening my yoga practice, and I continue it now. It means paying attention to what foods leave you feeling energized and good versus weighted down and sluggish, or maybe even with gastric distress. You know what I'm talking about? So right now, and it changes for me, right now I feel better with protein and veggies in me. I also know I need a little bit of carbs at each meal to feel balanced. And I did learn that that's actually part of adrenal fatigue. Adrenals, when they're fatigued, they need carbs in order to maintain blood sugar levels. And that makes sense. I feel much better when I have them. So pay attention for you and start refining your diet. You know, if you're like, God, I don't have the bandwidth for this, Laura, do breakfast. That's the most important meal to make sure it sets you up for a really good day. Start focusing just on breakfast. One of the things I figured out is um, I my body prefers soaked raw oats over cooked oats. Who knew, right? I started doing soaked oats just to, to test it out. I think I was testing a recipe for something. I mean, really, it was a random reason. And I felt so good afterwards. I feel even better with eggs and veggies. So that's what I do pretty much every morning, eggs, veggies, and a couple of breakfast sausages. Um, and my body, that protein in that veggie just gets me set up for the day. It's really awesome. So think about that for yourself and start paying attention to what makes you feel good. Again, I still eat the things that leave me feeling sluggish, but I leave that for the weekend. In fact, Saturday night is my my night to have cheese pizza if that's what I want. And I definitely feel sluggish. The next morning's a little slow, but my Sunday morning is slow. That's the whole point of it. I don't do it during the week when I know I need to wake up and get myself going. So it's all about intention, right? Okay. So that's physical. So now let's look at the mental body. And this is literally your mind, what you think, what goes on in that beautiful brain of yours. The first thing I want you to think about is what do you feed your mind? I want you to think about what you read, what you listen to, what you watch as food for your mind. Now, are you feeding it a junk food diet or a really well-balanced, healthy diet? You want to think about social media, books, podcasts, TV, YouTube. We are exposed all the time. These outside influences affect what goes on inside. You know what I mean. And you also know there are times when you really feel drained from whatever it is you watched or listened to. There are also times when you feel inspired and excited. So what I want you to do is be super intentional. Personally, I love social media. I know it sounds so funny to hear somebody say that. All you ever hear are negative things, but I have curated my feed on Facebook and Instagram. I'm mostly on Facebook. I've just really started diving into Instagram. And my feed is full of positivity, good feeling stuff, inspiration, um, a little activism, and things I want to learn about. 
I love going out there and, and I enjoy myself. It actually makes me feel good. Plus I've got some Facebook groups that are really inspiring ones that I run, ones that I'm in that I feel very supported and enjoy being in. That's what I want you to think about. Okay. If you find something is dragging you down, see if there's something you can let go of. Like if there's something on Facebook, let go of that group or that person and be more intentional. I want to encourage you to think of something to let go of and also something you can add. So there are so many great podcasts out there like this one. There's also great YouTube channels you can follow. There are um, fabulous books you can read. Start to find the things that help you feel good. The second thing I want you to consider with the mental body, if you will, the mind, is personal development. Now, this can also be emotional, but what personal development is, is learning about you. And I always see it as learning about why you respond negatively to things and shifting it. And it could be therapy, or it also could be a life coaching thing. Life coaching is about moving forward. Therapy is about digging it out and going underneath whatever it is. Um, just something that helps you move beyond the things that are holding you back. And those things that are holding you back are in your mind. And we want to begin to work on that and explore it. It's a really positive way to begin to evolve and shift our mental body. The third thing for the mental body is to be intentional with relaxation. Okay, now this can also be physical and emotional. Like I said, all of these layers affect all the layers, right? But stress does start in the mind. Okay, you have to think something is stressful in order for you to react. So begin to, if you don't already, begin to work on finding some sort of relaxation for yourself. Maybe it's yoga, maybe it's meditation, um, hot baths, exercise, whatever it is that helps you process stress. And then you can also use personal development to help you learn why, about why you're reacting the way you are and beginning to sh change and shift that as well. All right. So quick review. What do you feed your mind? Be more intentional. Begin to work on personal development for yourself and be intentional with relaxation. All fantastic for the mind. Now let's talk about the emotional body. This is your heart. And I have two suggestions here for you to consider. The first one is your relationships. So think about who the five people you spend the most time with are. Who are those people? And what I want you to do is actually write their names down. Who are those five people? Then next to their names, you're going to place a negative or positive sign. Negative means they drain my energy. Every time I'm with them, it is an energy suck, or most of the time when I'm with them. It might be a little negative, or it could be a really big, bold negative. Or positive, and those are people who always leave you feeling better. You walk away feeling higher, more energized because of the time you spent with them. Now, realize not everyone is going to be positive all of the time, usually. Eh, I have a couple of people who always seem like they're in their... They always seem to pull me up. It's just amazing. But most of the time, that's not true, right? So we're not talking about those occasional times a friend is going through a hard time and just needs you 
to, to talk to and process. That's not what we're talking about. We're just talking in general. Are they positive for you or are they negative? Because there's this great quote from Jim Rohn, and it's so true. It's, you feel the way the five people you spend the most time with leave you feeling. Think about it. We get swayed by the people we're with, especially the five people we spend the most time with because we tend to be unguarded with them. We're not protecting our energy with those people because they tend to be family, close friends, etc. So here's what I want you to consider. When you look at your list, do you have mostly pluses? Ideally, they're all pluses. Usually that's not the case. If any of the negatives are worth keeping, can you work on them? Are they worth getting therapy maybe? Or, you know, if it's if it's a child or a parent or a spouse, getting therapy might be well worth your time. If they aren't worth salvaging, is it time to walk away? Realize that if someone is drawing you down, you're not doing them any good either. It's not a good mix for you. It's not a good relationship. Now, the other thing I want you to consider is as you look at your list, is there anyone you want to replace with someone else? Can you think of someone in your life, and it could be on your list too, maybe you're not spending enough time with those big, big old positive signs. Is there some way you can spend more time with them? Or is there someone else somewhere, somewhere, someone else somewhere else in your life where you want to spend more time with that person? Like that person would definitely be a benefit and you want to begin to be intentional with taking, spending more time with that person. So relationships, a huge part of our emotional body. Now I said there were two. The second one is also our relationship with ourself. This is also spiritual realm. So this is a little overlap here as well as mental, but how is your self care? Are you intentional with it? Now, again, this can be any section. I feel like it comes down to the emotional, but your self-care could be physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual. But I feel like the actual act of being intentional with taking care of yourself is in the emotional realm. So I want you to be really honest with yourself. And you can check out one of my earlier podcasts where I talk about self-care because extreme self-care versus basic self-care, there's a huge distinction. And if you're ready to up your self-care, check that show out. I share some ideas with you. Last but far from least is our spiritual body. Now, when I'm talking spiritual, I'm referring to your connection to your deeper side of you, your heart, your soul. It might be God or the divine or universe. Wherever your beliefs lie, it's getting down deeper into you and that connection with the whole, again, however you see it, this is such an important part of our um, energy levels for sure. And in fact, I feel like this is the base of all the others. If you don't have this higher reasoning, higher purpose, higher connection, I think it's very hard to take care of our physical, mental, and emotional bodies. Now, this can be tied to religion, but not necessarily. Um, some people find it in their religion. Some people don't. Some people have a religion, but they really get their spiritual connection in nature or journaling or spending time by themselves. So I want to encourage you just to take a moment to think about it for yourself. 
where do you find that deeper quiet, that deeper connection for yourself? And you do it regularly. Again, it could be walking in nature, journaling, meditating, praying, contemplating, sitting in your church service, serving other people. Where do you find that connection and do you do it enough? This is something that I certainly personally have come in and out of over the years myself. And usually when I'm feeling really stressed out or life is really hard, this is the first thing to go, right? And it's the first thing I should be doing when all of that happens. And yet it's the first to go. So I want to encourage you to figure this out for yourself and really just take a moment and say, what do I do? And do I do it enough? And those are the two most important questions you can ask yourself. And you want to take care of that spiritual body of yours. So did I give you some ideas? I hope it gets you started. I want to encourage you to take some time to review the ideas, maybe re-listen, and choose at least one or two for you to work on. You've got your columns, hopefully. The ones that are easy, grab them, do them, just start, because you're going to get even a little bit more energy is going to make a difference so that you can begin to access the second column. What I like to do is I like to put in my calendar a day when I'm going to revisit the list. I actually do it at the end of each month or the first of the month when I'm redoing my bullet journal. I am a bullet journaler and I like to pull it out and look at it because I set up my habits for the month. What do I want to work on for the next 30 or so days? And I really put my attention on certain habits. And then I just notice, how do I feel at the end of the month? And I review and reassess, shift, change, add, whatever it is. That intention is so powerful. Now, last week I mentioned that in the Wellness Bar, which is my free Facebook community focused on wellness for women, now in October, this is October 2021, we are doing a 30-day energy boost where we're testing out some of these things. We're doing mini challenges. Each week has a different topic. We're working on different things. Really powerful way to take the next step. Now, I know when I release this, it'll be near the end of October, but all of that still resides in the group. And we're always doing more things and everything we do is going to affect your energy, right? That's the point of wellness is helping to support your energy. So in the group, we do challenges, we do education, we have wellness tips, and we do a lot of um, giveaways. And we just have a lot of fun. So you can check that out at lordmanlentz.com forward slash wellness. If you want to join, join us. It's free and we would love to have you. And of course, as always, the link is in the show notes. It's time for our wellness tip. In each podcast, I will be sharing with you a simple wellness tip you can easily incorporate into your life to feel better. If you have tips or tricks you have questions around or you want me to talk about, leave me a message. In today's wellness tip, I wanted to share with you a term that you might be familiar with, you might have heard, but you might not know exactly what it refers to. The term is superfoods. Superfoods refer to foods in which you get a lot of bang for your dollar and your calorie, meaning there's a lot of nutrients or powerhouses of good stuff in them. And what's great about superfoods is they are a great way to shift your energy. 
hence talking about them today, because often they are have things in them like micronutrients that your body needs to really help it get more energy. I've used a few superfoods that have really helped me with my own adrenal fatigue, which has been really awesome. I actually feel more energized after I use them or consume them, if you will. So some of the superfoods I would recommend, and this is not exhaustive, and what I will do is I will actually share about more of the, each of these individually going forward in the wellness tips. I just wanted to share the term with you. You can actually Google 10 top well, uh, 10 top superfoods as well and find them. But the ones that I have used for my own adrenal fatigue and for energy, um, goji berries, Specifically, I drink Ningxia Red, which is a goji berry-based drink by Young Living, and you can link to more information in the show notes about Young Living and reach out to me if it's something you want to look at. Really powerful. Like this drink, when I'm feeling drained, even if it's not adrenal, like I've been out in the sun too long and I feel tired, or I went shopping all day and I'm exhausted, two to four ounces of this and I feel immediately better literally immediately. It's amazing. I also love um, ashwagandha. Ashwagandha has been a really powerful herbal tool for me. It comes, well, it comes in a variety of ways. You can take it in a pill form. I get it in powder and add it to my smoothies as, as I do with maca powder. Maca powder has been amazing for my adrenals. Um, I do about a tablespoon in my smoothie pretty much every day. And I feel better afterwards. It's really, really awesome. So those are my three biggies, the ones I use the most, ashwagandha, maca, and then ningxia wolfberry goji berry juice, ningxia ningxia red. Um, I will add a link to those. I have a link to my Amazon store where you can find the ones that I buy. And if you are interested in Young Living, reach out to me or you can link in the show notes and find out more about it. All right, superfoods. Going forward, if you want more information, I will do wellness tips about individual superfoods so you can learn more. You can also Google it. Lots of information out there on them and a great way to add some awesome nutrients that your body needs in a really fast and easy way. Ready to take your family's wellness to the next level and begin to use Young Living Essential Oils and oil-infused products in your home? I would be honored to support you by helping you order a starter kit. You will receive a bevy of great products to get you started on your journey. You will also be joining my vibrant and fun team called Simply Serendipity, now hundreds of families strong, with educational tools, challenges, giveaways, and more. There is a link in the show notes to take you to my Young Living website to order your kit. Or if you want to learn more about essential oils, you can check out my free essential oil e-course at lauraerdmanluntz.com forward slash EO. The link is in the show notes as well. Now, if you want my support in taking the next step, please contact me. There is contact info in the show notes. I am so excited to support you as you embark on your Young Living lifestyle. Thank you for joining me. I would so appreciate your support for this podcast by taking a moment to leave a review for me wherever you listen to your podcasts. I promise to read each one. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with others. May you be inspired to live your extraordinary life because life is meant to be extraordinary. See y'all next week.